Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo coming at you from a bedroom in the Hamptons, <laughs> hiding from a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because Nellie's in the Hamptons and so she's on Zoom and I'm sitting at our regular desk here recording and but I can see her and she is in her bedroom. <laughs> so tell us what's going on in the Hamptons. I've actually never been. I don't know anything about it other than what I see in the movies. Well, I have to say, first off, that my sister-in-law is here and with the three kids and then my son. And so they're very graciously like all hiding because it's like a very wooden open house, you know, like it echoes and you can hear everything. Yeah. So I had to show myself in this bedroom. I can't, I, it just, because it has double, like double doors, <laughs> I needed some quiet. But, uh, but anyway, it's so nice to be out here with them. I am having, this is like my happy place. So I'm having the best time as per usual out here. Um, it's very crowded. Everybody during COVID decided that they wanted to be in the Hamptons and not in New York. And literally all year it has been, the restaurants are packed, you know, there's traffic. Um, it's pretty, like a June is usually a slower month. Huh. Yeah, and the airports are super crowded. Everything I've heard, uh, rental cars are really hard to get. I'm scared to go anywhere. If I go anywhere, I think we're going to go in a car. Well, I, I don't blame you, but we laugh. When you drive here, in the Hamptons, they hire these people that my husband calls kid cops. <laughs> they like they have no authority whatsoever. I don't know what they do. It's like it's like they're summertime cops that they hire and they look like they're 12 in uniforms that are too big. But if you make a left turn when you're not supposed to, they slap a ticket on you. I was getting a birthday cake once and putting it in the back seat and they slapped a ticket on me. It's so funny, but I don't even understand where they come from. They literally must be about 20. Oh my gosh. Take a picture and send it to me. I have to see. I have to I have will. a visual. <laughs> so I'll probably just- get a ticket. Oh my God. <laughs> so you just had a birthday yesterday. How was it? What did you do? I did it. It was so much fun. I took some girls out to dinner, my ladies of the Hamptons. And uh, it was a beautiful, sunny day on the water at a restaurant called Barron's Cove in Sag Harbor. And it was just really fun. We talked, we solved all the problems of the world. We talked about our husbands and children and we had a great time. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you get a group of women together, we definitely can solve the world's problems. <laughs> exactly. Well, the weather is pretty here, but of course it's hotter than hell. And just this week, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Encore has announced that they're having trouble with the power grid again, just like we did in February oh, winter storm. And they're asking us to conserve energy and to turn our thermostat to 78 degrees if we're at home and 80 if we leave our house for four hours. And then they also are encouraging us to use a clothesline to dry our clothes, not the dryer. So it's like oh my we're God. Okay. on the prairie here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, now I'm picturing you with like a washing board and you're washing your clothes and you're hanging them up outside of the line. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But I am just completely on edge because, you know, I have so many things I want to do to to uh, to organize at home and everything while the kids are at camp. And I just know the electricity is going to go out any day now because my my side of the street always goes out. Well, we're on the same side of the street and it's exactly true. <laughs> and if I lose my new wood floors after going through living in a hotel and an apartment and everything else, I'm going to die. But no. um, I have to say, Martha, you did tell me the kids were off to camp and I saw your post on Facebook and I was like, where's the party? When does the partying start? So, <laughs> are you guys just being bored and like reading books at home, you and Sean? Or are you actually like going out to Sevies and having cocktails? No, to Sevies. <laughs> 
Um, we, I'm just, I have a lot of organization. I'm like having a really great time organizing closets and getting rid of stuff. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. Okay. <laughs> I know it's pathetic. You have to take advantage of two weeks goes fast. They're only away uh, for two weeks, right? Yeah, just two weeks and it's like day three right now. But yeah, it goes it goes way too fast. Um I need to do something fun. When do you get back? <clears throat> I get back July fourth. Oh, okay. We'll forget that. They'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still having parties. I think you should reinstate your uh speakeasy in the backyard. It's too hot now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and, there, and apparently there's not gonna be any air conditioning to get back into. So Oh my god, let's go back to Encore for a minute because that's re- I mean, in Texas heat, they want it to be 78 degrees in your house. I know. I know. People are going insane because supposedly they had had it all fixed. They said that back in, I think, March or April or something. And here it is early June. We haven't even hit the triple digits yet. And they're saying this. So that really scares me. Yeah. No, that scares me, too, because trust me, it's out here. It's like 75 and okay. I still have the air conditioning. Blasting. OK, you don't have to brag. <laughs> 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 no, I'm actually worried because guests arriving and I'm like, they're not going to think it's warm enough because, you know, all our Texas friends go to watercolor and, you know, seaside and it's always so warm in the summer. And here it's like, it's June. It's June in the Northeast. Well, if I get too hot, I'm going to go down to your house and go jump in your pool. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Is, is Chris home or not? <laughs> he's home. But he's, um, actually, he arrives tomorrow. He arrives tomorrow. So just go jump in the pool. <laughs> I just well, you, know, you know what we haven't talked about. We talked a lot about Mother's Day, but we haven't talked about Father's Day. It's, it's so funny because I know. Well, since my birthday was yesterday, I was like, oh, I guess it's time for me to start thinking about Father's Day because selfishly, I was only thinking about my own party. And, <laughs> as you but, should. But I did arrange. As I should, I did <laughs> arrange a party on the water, like a uh, two blocks away, like like in our little local beach. Um, and so we're gonna have a big barbecue outside and the Barons will be here and, um, some of my neighbors and Chris, et cetera. So it should be fun. Oh my gosh. That's what do you guys fun. Do? Um, we don't know yet, but I have always thought how fun it would be to be in that part of the country, like for 4th of July and not be sweating my brains out to be outside with a nice ocean breeze, watching the fireworks. So I'm jealous. That sounds heavenly. Um, Although there aren't any fireworks on Father's Day, are there? (laughs) No, I'm kind of thinking ahead to 4th of July. (laughs) Can I tell you something? I love buying fireworks on the way up here. We didn't do it this year, but I've done it every other year um, for July 4th. And we will just like, I don't, we buy like the professional fireworks and they're of course illegal. And then we just go to the local beach and we shoot them off and the whole neighborhood is like, loves it. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of a few years ago, we were at Eagle Mountain Lake in Fort Worth and Sean got really excited about the fireworks and he went and bought, I think $300 worth of fireworks and he's shooting them off next to the lake and guess who comes? The police come (laughs) Uh and one of the guys there was a firefighter and he had to just kind of shrink down and go to the back of the crowd because he could have gotten in a lot of trouble. (laughs) No, it's really true. You can get in trouble for it, but I always figure by the time they get there you just stop doing it you're fine yeah you know we, like we had them a, to find us would be- <laughs> we had a pretty good show while it lasted so it was fun <laughs> <laughs> so question have you gotten sean i know he's listening but did you get him a present what, what do i get for chris a hydro flask 
<laughs> That's what I got for Mother's Day. I think this is the third time I've mentioned it now. <laughs> but you should get Chris a thinker's notebook. A thinker's I, should, smart I thought notebook. about that. That's what I you did think get. about it. Yes. I bet we could send you one. I could run it okay. down to Chris and say, this is from Nellie. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. Yeah. So Sean had his big event last week in, in Tarabang, and they're the first bookstore in the whole country to carry it. So he had a really good time up there showing his product off. He had quite a few people gathered around and he was telling them all about it. Well, question about that. Uh, did you have cocktails and cheese? Did you make it like an event or more of a speaking day? Well, it was during the day on a Saturday, so there was no cocktails or cheese board, but it was it was nice. And Terrabang is such a neat store. We're lucky to have that really cool independent bookstore right here in the neighborhood. I think so, too. And I think they're really making Lover's Lane. Like, Lover's Lane now, I feel, is becoming... It's it's the coolness is stretching. It's going all the way down. Like, it's really stretching out. and uh, And it's a little funkier. It's a little more like the West village in New York, you know, well, there's, it, it's kind of like the four Oh five in Los Angeles. That's true. <laughs> With the traffic. <laughs> exactly. It's true. I mean, like, forget about it. Like you're, you sit, you're right. You just sit at a standstill the entire time. Yeah. But no, I know what you want. There's a lot of great stores. It's definitely thriving down there now. Lots of cool restaurants and bars and stores. And there's a lot to do down that way. Well, and they're a little more downtowny. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know that I love my, uh, like my R and D and my Hillstone and all the, all the stuff that I like to do that's, that's right in our neighborhood in the bubble. But when you go just a little beyond it now in lover's lane, you, you do have like a really West villagey kind of feel. Yeah. And then I love all those houses down there that have turned into businesses. There's a lot of cool stores that you can go to down there and spas and stuff. So I was thinking about that Van Gogh exhibit. I think you got tickets of that um, immersive Van Gogh. That sounds so cool. I got tickets, but it's not until August. Okay, I got mine for July 21st. I don't know why. I saw it. It's funny. You know how all of our, our machines listen to us these days? Yes, and they track you. <laughs> they do, and it kind of annoys a lot of people. And for me, it doesn't annoy me because I feel like things that are interesting, like they know I like art. So it popped up on my Facebook page, like an ad. And I was like, oh my God, that looks so cool. So I literally bought tickets the day it popped up. And I think it's, I don't, I, you know, I'm going to send Charles or, you know, the, we'll go and help bring a friend. But I think it's, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. And I personally don't mind my phone listening to me <laughs> because it knows what I like. Well, stuff like that, like cool exhibits like that, they are so aggressive with their Facebook and Instagram ads. Like you just feel like you have to get tickets to it, which is I finally caved in and got some. And then finally I had to just turn off the ad because it kept coming up even after I bought the tickets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I always get, uh, the only thing that bothers me is when you get those things where they're like, we've been watching you on social media <laughs> like you to represent our product. And I'm like, you just send that to everybody. You know, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. There's though. an incentive. It's not happening. I'm not selling FNX body, what at buildings. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my niche market. <laughs> oh, well, for the moms that um, aren't organizing closets and being boring like me when their kids are off at camp, what do you think they should do? Like, I think it's really fun to be a tourist in your own town. I think so too. And, um, I mean, just in general, like, I think we all run at 50 miles an hour all day yes. long, like we're always on a treadmill, 
I can't tell you, it took me a while to relax. Like, first of all, our drive up here, it was raining sideways and 55 degrees everywhere we went. Yeah, so, she, um, drove, she drove the uh, whole way to the Hamptons in the pouring rain. Mm-hmm. I bet that was so scary. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then we did co- the college tours in uh, New England and same thing. And then we stayed at this gorgeous place on the water, the, the Chatham Bars Inn on the Cape. And it was raining sideways. And, you know, everything, everything that we were excited to do was raining sideways. And what was my point? Whoop. I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, in your own town. So it took me a long time to decompress. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, I have time to get a pedicure. <laughs> I have time to go have my hair colored. Things that we don't have time to do. Yeah. It's such a good feeling when you finally just kind of detach yourself from your normal day-to-day life and you can like think about yourself, which even though I'm not someplace cool, that's kind of where I'm getting now after three days without the kids. It's like, I'm like, this is kind of nice. You just feel like, you know, you can think about yourself and what's going on in your life and just kind of decompress. Yes. And the thing is, I noticed with my ladies at the table last night for my birthday, I was like, oh, it looks like everybody had time to get Botox. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's eyebrows were a little higher. (laughs) Yeah, They're like, I'm so happy, but you couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think I also think it's time, like you just said, about getting out. Uh, You know, I mean, listen, don't laugh. I know Sean's right there, but it it is kind of nice. sort of realized my friend Rachel always says the funniest things. And um, she's like, Mike and I are pretty good at being roommates now. <laughs> and I think that's what happened during the school year. Like you kind of become, you become like, like it's like a camp in your house yeah. and you kind of forget to do things like date night and go out and have a date with your husband. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, well, Sean's just working all the time. So there's been no dates so far. <laughs> Sean, get on it. Get on it, Sean. Yeah. Sean, stop working so much. <laughs> I mean, I say that, but my husband's not with me. He's arriving tomorrow. I'm like, I've, I've had a great time without him. I wonder what he's doing without you. He, going on dates. He's having a lot of dates. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He's having date night. <laughs> yeah. I'll, have to, I'll no. have to stop by and see what he's up to. You know what he's been doing that he loves doing? So I love red sticks and it's where I get takeout all the time. Yeah. Uh, do you know where, where it is? Like yeah. on Hillcrest? Of course. Okay. Uh-huh. So they have a great, it's, it's not a fancy restaurant, but they have a great bar. So he's been doing whiskey Wednesdays there oh. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Cause there are other tables of guys and yeah. it's whiskey Wednesday and they have, they have top shelf whiskey and, uh, and scotch, et cetera, and great food. And everybody, all the guys are hanging out there now, Sean, you gotta go. Sean, stop by. Yeah. I had no idea. I just, it seems like kind of a upper, upper scale, like fast food type of thing, but I, yeah, I didn't, I've never really paid attention to the bar. I've only been in there once, I think. Well, that's the thing. You don't think of going there because it's not, it's not like a pretty restaurant inside, but the woman who owns it, Uno is super cool. Used to work for Anthony Bourdain. Uh, The food is amazing. And like when you go in to get takeout, she always gives you a cocktail and you sit and talk to her. So it's actually really fun. Okay. Let's go there, Sean. Um, Have you ever been to Smoky Rose? It's right across from the Arboretum. No. So it caught my eye probably over a year ago, like way before COVID. And it's this pretty outdoor restaurant, has a really beautiful outdoor area. And I put it on my list of places to go. And we finally went. And um, it was really, really nice. Like when we first got out of the car, there was a harpist. And I was thinking, oh, good Lord, this is like a formal <laughs> fancy place that I brought Sean to. <laughs> yes. And then we, 
we walk down a little bit more, it turns out that they have weddings there. So there's like this really small wedding going on. And then we walked down and to the patio area where the restaurant was. And so we could watch the wedding while we were eating our barbecue. <laughs> that's hilarious. So it's good. It's good. Like Texas barbecue. That's what it yeah, is. It's really good. Um, of course, that's how they, the, the name Smoky Rose, they smoke their own meats and that's what they're known for. So they have a lot of barbecue items on the menu. And just a beautiful outdoor area. Like they have, um, oh, like bowling or what is that? Cornhole. And then I want to say bocce ball. Is that what it's called? Bocce. They have different bocce. games. Bocce. <laughs> yes. They have, they have some outdoor games. So it'd be a perfect place, especially if you had younger kids or kids that just didn't want to sit with you. <laughs> they could go run around and play while you're eating. You know, at our uh, local beach, they just put in a bocce court or whatever you call it. I don't know what you call it. Um, but it's really, it's kind of a fun sport. And I think it's funny, not sport, but activity. And I think it's funny that it's coming back because it's, yeah. there was a restaurant in New York that closed a couple years ago called Il Vagabundo on the Upper East Side and very, like very Italian. Um, and it had uh, downstairs in the basement, it had bocce. So people would play inside the restaurant and it's, it's like oh, bowling. Cool. It's Italian bowling. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I like it when they have those giant outdoor chess sets, you know, they're like life-size pieces. Yes. <laughs> yes. Always fun. I remember I thought my mom was crazy. We were out here one summer and she was like, um, let's get croquet. And I was like, <laughs> oh. I was a teenager. I was like, who plays croquet, you know, but watch it become the new hot thing. Let's bring it back because I have like a yeah, Park City's croquet tournament. <laughs> <laughs> a croquet team. I'm on the croquet team. <laughs> Speaking of games, what is this pickleball thing I hear everyone talking about? Well, it's funny because at the tennis club, people, everybody's playing pickleball now. And same with my tennis club out here. And they just think it's so much fun. It's kind of like mini tennis. And it's really, it's kind of between ping pong and tennis. Oh, wow. Like what kind of racket do you have? I, I, I feel like the ball is heavier and not a tennis ball. And the racket is smaller, kind of like racquetball um, or squash, you know, like a smaller head because I've seen it, but um, I've never played it. But uh, it's very fast, like yeah. ping pong. Yeah, I um, heard it's hard. I need it's to all the rage. <laughs> I don't like the name. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I'm just Let's kidding. change the name. <laughs> it's a ball. <laughs> I'm picturing people swinging around pick pickles, like swatting them with the racket across the court and pickles flying everywhere. Okay, I want to play pickleball with you because that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> pickles, we'll, we'll use pickles as our rackets and we'll have cocktails. So yesterday I was having the old annual female exam, if you will. And, yes. <laughs> you know, they always give you... Kids are gone. Oh, yeah. See, these are the kind of things I'm doing. You're in the Hamptons. I'm getting inspected and cleaning closets. So, you know, they always, they always have paperwork for you to fill out, even though you've been going there for 20 years and I'm filling out the paperwork. And I don't know if you can see this, but they gave me this pen and it's one of those pens that has the clear top with like little colorful floaty things. And, yes. um, I have ADHD, so anything distracts me. And I keep looking at these little floaty things going, what in the world are these? And I'm like zooming in and looking. Are they it's, it's ovaries? An it's an egg <laughs> and sperm in this pen. 
I just said the ovaries. <laughs> well, yeah, no, there's a pink egg and little blue sperm that are that are swimming towards it, and it's for Aspire Fertility Clinic. <laughs> okay, that is actually great advertising. Because if I saw you writing with that pen, I'd be like, what is that? Uh, So when I took my paperwork up there, I go, I kind of whispered, I go, is this really an egg and sperm? And the whole back office busted out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) They told me that this fertility clinic gave them just like a whole box of these things. I was like, can I have one? They're like, of course, take it. So here's my new pen. (laughs) Next time you don't get me one. Okay, I will. It just made me laugh so hard. It's just hilarious. There's sperm in here. <laughs> I think we should give it to our sons to take to school just to see the reaction. <laughs> well, like they, said, <laughs> yeah, they said that one of the little girls gave one to her teacher because they thought it was cute, but she had no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah, of course not. She just thought it was oh. pink floaty, blue floaty things, like you said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pathetic. This is This is what entertains me. Yes. Well, that's guys who are listening, you ladies out there. It's true. Take care of all your appointments, get your pedicures, get your Botox, go on date night, organize your closet. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know you're a boring adult. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you were talking about going on college tours and that's something that Alexis and I haven't done yet. And I keep telling her, you've got to kind of throw out some ideas. We need to kind of go check these places out. So you know what you're interested in. Like, what did you do when you went on the tours? Did you just go walk around the campus or did you have something formal set up? I did not have anything formal set up. And listen, I've been touring colleges with Charles since he was like in seventh grade and people laugh at me, but here's my thought on it. You really want to do that because you want to start as early as you can just so they get a feel for it. Cause I was really surprised. First of all, it is a beating driving around yeah. to these schools. And like, sure. I'm the one driving. It's always me by myself. And you're like, we got to get there. We're trying to, sh- Oh, this place is an hour away. So then you backtrack to go to a place and then you go, I mean, you're just all over the place trying to get to colleges. And, um, and most of them, you know, Charles didn't like, or like most of them, they have an opinion right away. And Charles did, doesn't like any school that's too small and yeah. he doesn't like any school that's too big. And he doesn't like, like any school that's too big. It is like Goldilocks. <laughs> You're going to so, find one that's just right. <laughs> exactly. But I did learn early on and on this trip, same thing. The theme for Charles is he likes a, an enclosed campus near a city. Like I took him to Providence College because okay. I heard so many things about it. Nice Catholic school. Um, it's like 1600 kids. And we drove into the campus and there were all these friars wearing long robes. And he was like, no, thanks. (laughs) We're out of there. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Like, that's just so different than we see down here in the South. Like that would never happen. It would never happen. That's the thing is I wanted him to see what a new England school feels like. Cause they do feel different. Yeah, You know, I mean, SMU kind of has a feel that's like a UVA more than it does of a new England school, you know? Just even the temperature and the towns, you know, like Providence is a, it's such a New England town, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Well, um, yeah, we definitely need to start doing that. I think I'm going to take Alexis to some football games this fall, just so she can really experience the culture of different, different colleges. You know what? That's actually a great idea. And I might copy you on that. Yeah. I think that's a great idea to go to some sort of sport basketball. Cause we did that with Villanova and we went to all these colleges to see my nephew play basketball. And so we saw a lot of colleges that way. Yeah. And you're yeah, right. Then you see what the girls look like, what the guys look like, what type they are. And I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, guys, we all know this, like it's very important to get a good education, but it really comes down to socially. How do they feel about it? Because that's a big part of college. 
Sure. And then I think you also have to think about where you think you're going to end up in the long term because you build up so many business relationships just in the city that you're in that can take you through for the rest of your life. It's really true. I mean, that's why, listen, you know, if Charles were a big school kid, you know, there's a reason a lot of people don't leave Texas. There are a lot of good universities there. I know right down the street from us is a beautiful, amazing campus, but my daughter's not interested because, you know, it's just a couple of blocks from her house. Well, I get that. And, and it will save you, you know, like $90,000 a year. So I, I would encourage her to, to stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hit more colleges on the way down south and uh, stop in D.C., stop in Philadelphia, stop in Savannah, which has a lot of nice schools. So we're going to, we're going to hit more. I mean, I, I love the Southern schools too, but um, you know, I, by the time I get home, I'm just going to come to your house and have a cocktail because the driving is it's hard. It's really hard. I love it. But I know it's the last summer that we'll do it. It's the last summer. My son who's turning 17 will ever want to drive in a car with me and spend this much time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no, nothing like being in a car for that many hours to bond with your kid. <laughs> it's true. Did he drive at all? No, I did not. He's not, he doesn't have it. He has his permit, but he has not driven on highways yet. Okay. Got it. All right. Well, this has been so much fun catching up with you. I can't wait to see you when you get back. Same here. Watch out for the kid cops. (laughs) Yeah. Send me a picture. I got to see these guys. I'm going to. We're going to post it. (laughs) Well, that's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And we'll catch you next time. 